Welcome to Shelf Logic, the official podcast of the Maricopa County Library District. Hi, I'm Janelle, supervisor at the Sun City and Fairway Libraries. I don't know about you, but I love reading memoirs. I enjoy learning about other people's lives, their mistakes and their triumphs, and the lessons that they've learned. Today, I'm going to share some of my favorite memorable memoirs, all of which are available from our library in print form or in digital form through our e-media platforms, Overdrive or Hoopla. First on the list, we have Stories I Only Tell My Friends by Rob Lowe. Now, I have recommended this book many times over the years because Rob Lowe is such a wonderful storyteller. His memoir is funny and honest, and it includes an engaging behind-the-scenes look at Hollywood. Rob Lowe shares witty recollections about growing up with Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez, auditioning for big 80s movies with Tom Cruise, and the mistakes that he made on his rise to stardom. If you've watched and enjoyed any of his acting credits, like St. Elmo's Fire, Austin Powers, The West Wing, or Parks and Recreation, you should definitely check out this book. And if you've already read and liked stories I only tell my friends, then I also recommend checking out his second book, which is called Love Life. Now we have on the list another book you may have heard of in the past few years. This is called Educated by Tara Westover. Tara Westover's memoir about growing up in a survivalist family in Idaho has been popular since it was published in 2018. I listened to the audiobook version of this book and I was engrossed by Tara's story about how she reinvented herself at Brigham Young University, then Cambridge, and then Harvard after being isolated from mainstream society at a young age. I think her story is intense and honest and I kept thinking about it for months after I finished this book. And if you enjoy audiobooks, I do recommend checking out the audiobook version of this book, which the library has available on CD and through Overdrive. Now on the list we have Me Talk Pretty One Day by David Sedaris. And this book is a collection of humorous essays about growing up in North Carolina, working in New York City, and moving to Normandy, France. My favorite essay in the book comes from the book's title, Me Talk Pretty One Day, about David Sedaris's experience with a rather cruel French teacher. If you enjoy quirky books with rich comical narration, then you should take a look at this book. And now on the list, I want to talk about one of my all-time favorite books. This is Julia Child's My Life in France. I think right now um, things are kind of difficult in the world and sometimes you just need a book that feels like a friend. When I finished this memoir for the first time, I um, admit it's kind of silly, but I just wanted to hug it because it made me feel safe and happy. In this memoir, she describes how she took culinary classes at the Cordon Bleu in France, which changed her life, and the ups and downs she experienced as she struggled to cook and learn the French language. So if you enjoy reading cozy books, watching The Great British Baking Show, or you watch Julia Child's original cooking show, then I definitely recommend this memoir for you. Changing gears a little bit here, we have when Breath Becomes Air by Paul Kalanithi. 
This is a profoundly moving memoir by a neurosurgeon, Paul Kalanithi, who was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer at the young age of 36. So Paul describes what makes a meaningful life and how to raise a child in the face of death. Sadly, he passed away while he was working on this book, but his unforgettable words definitely live on. I think this is a short but a powerful read that is really beautifully written. Now we have I Feel Bad About My Neck by Nora Ephron. Now, I've enjoyed Nora Ephraim's films for years, maybe you have as well, such as Sleepless in Seattle and When Harry Met Sally, so it was not a surprise to me that I loved this book. As proven by her screenplays, Nora was a fantastic writer, and this collection of essays is sharp and full of wisdom about aging. If you're looking for a light, pithy memoir that's also a quick read, then you should check out I Feel Bad About My Neck by Nora Ephron. The next book on the list today is probably the newest book on my list. This is Open Book by Jessica Simpson. And you'll likely remember her as a pop star, uh, pretty popular in the early 2000s, who had a hit TV show on MTV called Newlyweds. And in her memoir, Jessica describes growing up as a pastor's daughter coming of age in the music business, building her own successful fashion brand, and recovering from addiction. I really appreciated her fresh, honest voice in this memoir, as well as her entertaining stories about life in the music industry. And the next book on my list is one I actually have here in digital form, so I'm going to pull it up on my iPad to show you. This is Open by Andre Agassi. And I admit, I read this book for the first time in book club 10 years ago, and I was not excited about the book pick at the time. I don't know that much about tennis, and I'm not really into sports, so I was shocked that I could not put this book down once I started reading it. Andre Agassi is a really compelling storyteller, and in this book he describes his rise to fame, his relentless pursuit of excellence in tennis, his ongoing struggles, and his comebacks. So I ultimately learned this book is about so much more than tennis. I think it's really relatable, and I found myself reflecting on my own life while I was reading it. So you should definitely check out Open by Andre Agassi. So for my next memoirs on the list, I cheated a little bit, and I have two memoirs by the same author. Uh, this is Tender at the Bone and Comfort Me with Apples, both written by Ruth Reichel. And if you haven't heard of her, Ruth Reichel was the editor-in-chief of Gourmet Magazine and a well-known restaurant critic for the New York Times for many years. In both of these memoirs, she describes being fascinated by food as a child, even though her mother was sadly a hopeless cook. So I loved learning about how her childhood prepared her to become one of the world's leading food writers. And I think for anyone who loves books that include recipes or watching the Food Network, then you will enjoy these books. And Ruth Reichel already has um, a number of other memoirs as well. So you can find those on our library website if you read either of these and want to continue on the journey of Ruth Reichel's life. 
The next book here is one that needs really no introduction. This is Becoming by Michelle Obama. And Michelle Obama's book was the best-selling book in the United States two years ago. And I checked today, it is still on the New York Times bestseller list. I really enjoyed learning more about the former First Lady's youth in Chicago, her law career, her marriage, and behind-the-scenes stories about her life in the White House. I laughed and I cried while I was reading this, and I was moved by her authentic voice, as well as her challenge to her readers to think more about what we want to become. I also listened to the audiobook version of this memoir, which Michelle Obama narrates herself, and I strongly recommend that if you enjoy audiobooks. Our library has the audiobook available on CD and through Overdrive if you want to check out either of those versions. So now we have Joan Didion's The Year of Magical Thinking, and you may be familiar with Joan Didion's fiction, but I think for anyone who's ever lost someone or will lose someone meaningful in their lives, I highly recommend Joan Didion's memoir. Her portrayal of her marriage and of the grieving process when her spouse passed away is both deeply personal and profound. Her writing, I think, um, feels like it matters in a way that few writers are capable of. So if that sounds interesting to you, then you should take a look at The Year of Magical Thinking by Joan Didion. And now I want to talk about a story you may have already heard of in the last few years. This is A Long Way Home by Saru Brierly. And you may have heard of this book because it was turned into a major motion picture called Lion a few years ago that was actually nominated for six Oscars. So the author Saru grew up in India until at the age of five, uh, he was separated from his brother at a train station. He accidentally took a train by himself to Calcutta and was ultimately adopted into a family in Tasmania. Cut forward to 25 years later, he used Google Earth technology to find his birth home in India and set out on a journey to find his birth family. So if you're looking for an inspirational tale of survival and hope that also has a happy ending, this is the memoir for you. Now I want to talk about another one of my all-time favorites. This is, Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me? by Mindy Kaling. I have reread this book numerous times. Mindy's collection of humorous essays describes everything from being the child of immigrants, to writing her first hit play, to joining the cast and the writer's room of the famous TV show, The Office. So in many ways, I feel like reading this memoir is kind of like having a conversation with a great friend that you never want to end. And if you enjoy audiobooks, Mindy Kaling narrates this memoir herself. So I recommend listening to that version, which we have available on Overdrive. Now I want to talk about All You Can Ever Know by Nicole Chung. In this memoir, Nicole Chung writes really eloquently about her experience as a Korean child who was adopted into a Caucasian family in Oregon. She describes her quest for identity as she searched for her adoptive parents while also becoming a mother herself for the very first time. 
So if you've ever explored questions about identity, race, or motherhood, you should check out this book. And last on my list today, I have Just Kids by Patti Smith. This is a hefty book. Uh, Just Kids is Patti Smith's memoir about her time in New York with the photographer Robert Maplethorpe. So in this book, she describes how they were young hustlers in the 1960s, and she writes about their time together, I think, with such warmth and honesty. And this memoir actually won the National Book Award for Nonfiction in 2010, and it's widely considered to be one of the greatest rock memoirs of all time. This was also, um, this illustrated edition was re-released a number of years ago, and it really includes some beautiful photographs. So if you enjoy reading memoirs about musicians, about the 1960s, or even about New York, then I recommend taking a look at Just Kids. So I hope you've enjoyed hearing about some memorable memoirs that are available through our library district. As a reminder, you can search for all of these books on our library website at mcldaz.org to see if they're available in print, audio, or ebook form. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact us. Happy reading, everyone. Thank you for listening to Shelf Logic. Make sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Follow us on social media where we are at MCLDAZ.